0: Well, and I did change. So as soon as I stopped eating wheat, I got, so I couldn't get pregnant. I didn't get my period. I got pregnant six weeks later. It was like that. It was like my body was like starving for nutrition. Take number
1: five. (laughs) These are always good. Hey everybody! Welcome back to Parenting on Purpose. I appreciate you guys being here today. We have Miss Tristina Timms with us. I'm very excited to introduce you to her. Uh, she's a personal friend, uh, homeschool mom. She used to be a professional cheerleader, and she's the owner and co-founder of Miss Mary's Mix. So, hey, welcome, Hi. welcome, girl. How are you?
0: I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm doing awesome. Now you live in Florida, but you're on the West Coast.
0: Um, yes, I'm on the Gulf side.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm on the East side. That's awesome. Yeah. Very good. Um, so it was such a pleasure to meet you and your husband a few weeks ago. I'm so excited to have you on and to share your story with our parents because our audience is uh, all obviously all parents, but there are a lot of our audience who are homeschool parents. And then there's a lot of our audience who are um, entrepreneurs or budding entrepreneurs. And so I think that your story is going to play in so well with where a lot of them are in their life. Um, so I think it'll be really fun. So if you if you don't mind to start us off, uh, maybe just introduce yourself. And um, then we'll just kind of um, ask a few questions and play from there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm Tristina, and I am, we actually just moved to Florida two years ago. So we're from Wisconsin, and um, we went to school at the University of Minnesota. So I started there. Um, I owned a dance studio. I was a dancer growing up. I owned a dance studio. Um, I moved on to be a Timberwolves dancer, so that's the basketball team, and then um, an NFL cheerleader for the Minnesota Vikings. And then I wanted to get... Pregnant, we wanted to start a family, and it was a really difficult process. And I can talk about that as well. Um, but um, we we did end up getting pregnant twice. I have two kids, and then when they were, they went to one year of school, and I was like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. So we wanted to start homeschooling, and we've been homeschooling ever since. So. Um, for about five years now, and it's been really, really awesome. We love it, and I can work from home as well. My husband does um, work on the business um, most of the time. I step in here and there, and um, we do collaborate on like all of our flavors together. But we started off, so it's Miss Mary's mix, and it is um, it was better for you cocktail mixes. So we started off with Bloody Mary's. That's where Miss Mary came in. So we have three different Bloody Marys, a light margarita mix, a light Paloma mix, and an old-fashioned mix. And then just this past November, we launched um, seven new flavors for our sinless Syrup Collection. So that is sugar-free coffee syrups um, or cocktail, and um, sugar-free but nothing artificial. Everything's all natural in there. We use um, natural, no-calorie sweeteners.
1: That's so cool. It's so like motivating to see where the market is going. Because obviously, you know, Tristina and I know each other from a, a business mastermind where we both have a very similar goal of taking, you know, a predominantly unhealthy uh, part of the market and creating something better for us and our children. Um, and so we, we had a really good time kind of talking through some of that. But it's interesting that like, it has to be individual consumers on the leading edge of that change. And then with enough traction and enough um, interest, then the bigger players are starting to, you know, uh, adapt and change. But even the things that you would consider like better for you on the market aren't necessarily. So um, it's really cool to see that you guys are hitting that on the coffee side, and I cannot wait to try them. I'm so excited.
0: <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. Like the big players in in the space right now, they're zero sugar, but they're full of artificial ingredients from artificial colors and preservatives and flavors, but also they're using sucralose and aspartame to sweeten these. And yeah. it's like, no, that's the opposite of what we want to do. We want to make it healthier. We're not just shoving more chemicals in it. And so that yeah. was our big goal at Sinless Syrup from Miss Mary's, um, the, the new product line, is that we have everything, but it's it actually is healthy for you too. We're not just here to care about your diet. We're also here to care about your health.
1: I love that. And it's amazing. Like you obviously come from a health and fitness background in space, but like, it is kind of interesting to me that those are not synonymous. Like, right. you know, like in the fitness industry, you see people promoting stuff that's not necessarily healthy. And then even when they're considered healthy or, you know, I just, I think people don't have like, we we have to re-educate ourselves as consumers, me included. Like what I'm like, I was just reading my dog's food earlier and I was like, oh no, we might need to make a change. Like mm-hmm. knowing what things are. And, and it's, it's just starts by education. And then mm-hmm trying out some of this stuff, but I will tell you, like this has been a fun journey in the kids space. I bought everything. I bought every better for you thing when we started to do this research, cause I'm like, oh, I'm sure there's already something out here. I don't, we don't really need to get into this, like try and eat this elephant like this, like let's go make scrunchies. Um, <laughs> but it was,
0: it was not
1: good. And so I'm like, okay, we're going to do it. But like, well, it's It's going to be a process. And then I'm also surprised when I get things that are adult better for you snacks. They're delicious. I had mm-hmm. tons of them. My, ch- my children eat them because they yeah. are genuinely healthy. Yeah. And we've put all this effort, and I love that you're doing it in the beverage space, and we're putting all this effort to have better things for us. So it's like, it's about time it trickles, trickles down to the kids.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: That's awesome. So, okay, I'd like to start with a little bit of your health journey. So I know when we met, you were kind of walking me through, um, and it's so cool, by the way. I have, I have a random question: between dancing and being a professional cheerleader um what did you like more what was harder oh
0: um i mean dancing was just like a part of my life like i just i was always a competitive dancer and then i danced in college um and in college at the college level the level that i was at it was very very hard i mean you had like your um, workouts before your workouts and then your post workouts like it was it was very demanding but the cheerleader side that was a whole new level, uh, especially, you know, being a Vikings cheerleader. Um, it's a job. Yeah. you. It is your job to stay in shape. It is your job to, you know, sound silly to get your hair done and your nails done and your makeup and um, make sure that your eyelashes are perfect. And then, you know, you're working on your, your physique and then, but you're also 22 or some of these girls are 18. You don't know what you're doing. So that's kind of the start of my health journey is I was on all of these teams and I was always, you know, I was a little fluffier and then I was like, I'm going to make, you know, these professional teams. So I really tried to slim down, but I didn't know what I was doing. I was, you know, drinking a lot of Diet Coke and, um, you know, switching out my sugars with artificial sweeteners. Um, Gluten-free really, I'm old, but gluten-free wasn't really a thing quite yet. (laughs) I didn't realize that I had a wheat allergy. And so what had happened is, I also didn't ever get my period and I thought that was just like normal because I'm a cheerleader.
1: Oh, yes, yeah, super active, right? Yeah, but
0: I found out, so I went to like doctor after doctor and um, they were like, sorry, you don't ovulate. And nobody could help me. I would take like all these prescriptions to like help me ovulate, oh, and they smart. still weren't working. And these prescriptions are like really bad for your health and they're really bad for your liver. And so I finally went to a few different naturopaths, and they were like, oh, Um, they did muscle testing with me, and they, like, shaved a part of my hair in the back, and, like, they did all of these crazy tests, and they said that um, my hormones had completely, like, shriveled up and shut down because of the artificial sweeteners and the wheat that I was consuming. Yeah. And then um, my cellular age was that of an 80-year-old, and I was... 20. I must have been 22
1: and from 22. the outside incredible shape like you would have never assumed like guess this
0: yeah i would have you would have never known but i always was bloated i was mm-hmm. always bloated and my coach because you have to weigh in all the time to be oh, a cheerleader okay. i it. they would check my like body fat and my body fat was so low but i was always i looked heavy because i was so bloated all the time like mm-hmm. these young kids would come in and i'm like how you know, like you look so thin and, but your body fat is quite a bit higher than mine, but I just didn't look that part because, so it's like, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. So now you look back and you're like, oh my gosh, like, I wish I would have known yeah. that just to cut these things out of my life would have helped so much. And the artificial sweeteners, I mean, not only do they like, like wreak havoc on your gut, like bacteria and your cellular aging, but they also actually, they spike your blood sugar. So yeah. these are the things that I'm learning now. Even I'm learning so much more about like sucralose and aspartame. And now it just, you have to cut those out.
1: Building these types of brands really does make you aware of what they're doing to you. And it like, it makes you incredibly mad that mm-hmm. you are consuming them. You're giving them the people you love that enough people have bought in them that they become like, you know, very widespread in the market. Um, and just the miseducation around them. So there's like a lot of passion point behind what you're saying. Yes. Um, But, but I love, you know, taking the, just making it easier for, for people because, you know, we, people like to drink. They like to have a good time. They like, they, we, we survive on coffee. This country literally runs on caffeine. Mm -hmm. Um, so giving them a better option is amazing. Um, so you, like your whole life, um, you ate kind of like you had weed, you ate normally, you didn't really realize this allergy until. Until I tried to get pregnant and really tried to diagnose why I wasn't getting my period. Okay. Got it. And then that's so cool what a cool story um and then how long did it take after like you kind of changed the way that you fed your body and then if you could talk a little bit about what that looks like so i used to eat pasta and now i eat this or just like a few different things because i know like for myself personally i'm italian and i always grew up eating wheat but now mm-hmm. that i'm older and i've always in like so good shape but like you just you don't it doesn't feel the same anymore and so i'm like wondering like maybe i should test this out <laughs>
0: Well, and I did change. So as soon as I stopped eating wheat, I got, so I couldn't get pregnant. I didn't get my period. I got pregnant six weeks later.
1: Like it was like
0: that. It was like my body was like starving for nutrition, you know? So that was really quick. But for my my eating journey, so I first switched to gluten-free foods, um, gluten-free breads, gluten-free. I remember I like, I loved those gluten-free waffles, you know, with like peanut butter and bananas on it. And I probably did that until my kids were born. And then now I don't eat like anything that has wheat or, I mean, I do really low carb diet. Um, So like when I have pasta, I'm Italian too. Um, So when I have pasta, now I um, use, I don't use gluten-free noodles anymore. I use zucchini noodles. Yeah. You know, so I, and my husband has done a lot of this as well. Although he's trying to get back into like, eating more macros and stuff. So that's not really what I'm doing, but I, now I just kind of cut it out altogether. So I don't eat because you know, the gluten-free products, they are loaded with a lot of ingredients that you don't want to put in your body. So,
1: yeah, no, I I like that. And I think it's cool to, to know, like it's, it's a stepping stone process, right? Like for everybody, even for an elite athlete with low body fat, like they still have to go through a similar journey. And I love that you keep it about the health and not about the skinny, because it's it's really about, how you feel, how you perform, how you show up for your family. Um, So I love that. Okay, so transition us a little into um, momdom. So uh, give us, like, um, your kids came along and then you started Miss Mary's. Did they happen? Yeah, so um, my husband was really focused on Miss Mary's and I had the little ones. But um, Miss Mary's
0: started off really small. We, um, my husband, he worked at a golf course and he, um, the bartender like left one day and they really loved his Bloody Marys. So my husband had to like come up with a new Bloody Mary recipe. So he, um, people really loved it. And so then we're like, Oh, you know, what? you know, what'd be really great is if we could sell, I think he wanted to sell hundred cases a month, which we would just put into the kids college fund. So he took Wednesday afternoons off from the golf course, And he would go to sell to like local liquor stores and grocery stores and restaurants. And that's how, you know, it started for a little while. And then pretty soon we couldn't keep up with demand at one bottling facility. So then we moved to another one and then it just kind of exploded from there. So um, I love margaritas, but I don't like the sugary margaritas. And then I wasn't having like the ones that are filled with, like They're like neon green. You know, you've seen those margaritas, the skinny margaritas or whatever. Yeah. But they're like neon green, and they're full of artificial sweeteners. And they taste like sewage. So I was like, we're going to do this. We're going to make our own. And ours is not sugar-free, but it's only 5 grams of sugar, which is 80% less sugar and calories than a normal margarita. Nice. And we've been tweaking that and tweaking that, and now we have something that we're so proud of, our skinny margarita, our light margarita. Um And then we just added a couple more in there. But that's kind of how the business progressed. And um, we're in um, like 500 Walmarts, our our Bloody Marys and our old-fashioned mix. And then um, we are nationwide, not like in every supermarket, but we are from coast to coast. and, And it's been a really fun ride in retail. But we knew we were missing something. And that was the e-commerce part, the e-commerce side, and we knew nothing about it. So that's where we've been really diving in, and it's been going great.
1: That's so awesome! I love that. I love the traction. I love the cool, like homegrown story, and um, you know that that's really cool. I, and then, and then obviously the expansion into the coffee lines. And now the
0: waters that's yeah the coffee mix it or the coffee syrups um it doesn't seem like a natural progression from cocktail mixes to coffee but once we thought about it it really did like you're like wait you're you're a co- cocktail mix company and you also do
1: coffee syrups and we're like yes that's right <laughs> but, but it, it just does make sense right i just it feel like merges. it's yeah and we
0: can use the same manufacturer and we have a great relationship with it them and You know, we already know how to mix everything up at home and we do everything ourselves. We know exactly my husband. I'm the taste tester. But my husband, he looks like a little, you know, chemist in there. And he's like mixing all of these things together. And then he's like, try this one. This is at this percent. This is at this percent. And so we do it all together and we got the kids involved. They love trying everything. And um, it was really a natural progression for us.
1: It's so good. I love it. Cause I know like my husband comes home with a lot of like the creamers and stuff and those things like, I don't get those. Like I would rather have black coffee all day than something. It just, they don't, they don't taste good to me. And maybe I'm just trying the bad ones. I don't know. Like, I think <laughs> <he's trying laughs> the sugar ones. They just taste. Oh. Yeah. And I, I
0: do think- love cream. I put heavy whipping cream in my coffee every morning, but now I just add a, like a pump or two of Salted dark chocolate or this morning nice. and pumpkin spice. I know it's a weird time to have pumpkin spice, but when we're testing it out for the fall, you gotta try it. So
1: that in this Florida, we are craving anything that's not like 95 degrees and hot. <laughs> it's so hot. And it's so funny here. It's like literally on the equator, and I will have hot coffee every single day. And soup. Like, and I could eat it must be the Italian. I don't know. I could eat like soup every day. I don't I, I don't understand. I
0: have soup all the time. I love soup. Soup. I know soup.
1: Yeah. Um super discount. that's kind of, good. Okay, so give me your flavors for the coffee syrups and then tell me your favorite.
0: Awesome. So right now we have a classic collection. We have um it's caramel, vanilla and mocha. And then we have our holiday section is getting um a reboot, so I won't even say those because we're getting new flavors coming um in September. Um but we have salted dark chocolate, toasted marshmallow and hazelnut, and that's our fireside favorites.
1: Mm-hmm. And my
0: favorite um yesterday i mixed hazelnut and salted dark chocolate and it tasted like nutella
1: because oh don't tell me that good. nope we don't say the n-word in front of me Nutella. is
0: like, <laughs>
1: <goodness>. <laughs> my cousins came over the other day and they brought this like a vat it wasn't even a container and i'm like take that out of my house for right now <laughs> yeah,
0: i know it's so good and these flavors especially in like cold coffee cold like iced coffee mm-hmm. with like some almond milk or like heavy whipping cream it was So it was to die for. I actually just brought one over to my um, neighbor, too, this morning because she saw it online and she's like, where did you get this? Oh, my God. um, And then our new flavors. um, So we're launching in June. um, Well, we're producing it in June, so hopefully it'll launch in July. It's peach, raspberry, and tropical. And those you just add to cocktails or water. Um, I again we've talked about this, but a lot of people haven't heard about it yet. It's called water talk. It's like a TikTok movement where people just like throw a bunch of right now it's chemicals into a glass and it helps them drink water, um, drink a lot more water throughout the day. So if you're like struggling to drink, you know, your, you know, those big jugs or whatever of water that people drink, I drink like ten of these a day and they're huge. But you just put a little bit of a flavor in it and it's like it keeps me full, okay. keeps me satiated, and it's been a huge movement. And so we're hopping on that train. That's However, wild. we're going to do it differently because we're using all
1: natural sweet Natural, good. I like it. That's awesome. Oh, you, I said something a minute ago. I want to ask you more about it. Um, I'm trying to remember. Um, it's okay. If it comes back, I'll I'll, I'll bring it back up. Okay. So you have this business that's growing and thriving. You're expanding it. You're a mom of two. You are, have some hand in the curriculum of homeschool at least that's at some level. I don't know if they do like Florida virtual, but there's something. That no, they don't do Florida
0: virtual. That's yes. my thing. I did not want any ties to any school. So we, we do it all.
1: Yeah. that I, I feel the exact same way. That's kind of a similar path that we took. Um, so one would ask, <laughs> I can imagine <laughs> people listening like, Where do you get like the balance? Um, Talk me through like how you were able to do all of this. And I know um, I know Ryan focuses heavily on the business. So it would be kind of cool just to learn a little bit about your family dynamic and um, how you're able to make this all possible and work together. Um, Because the fact that you guys also do this together is very cool, too. So I'd love to hear a little bit about that.
0: Well, we just switched over to our summer schedule, <laughs> so we do school all year round. So, um, from nine to eleven is school time. So, if I'm trying to focus on the business and school, I will yell at them, <laughs> not get anything done. Our lives crumble. So, from nine to eleven, it's I'm in front of my kids, and then mm-hmm. from eleven to like twelve thirty, they have to make their own lunch and they have to practice their sports. So, we've got a tumble track out there because she's in high level gymnastics. And then he's got a net and he's hitting and pitching into that net. Um, And then that's my time to work. So I have an hour and a half, got my protein shake and I'm going to work. And then I have an hour with them in the afternoon. And then after that uh, hour, then I get to work for the last, you know, couple hours or I do laundry or, you know, whatever Ryan needs to like help with the business. Like yesterday I did Facebook ads for three hours. So like I, if I don't compartmentalize, I go crazy.
1: Yeah, it's good. And then at
0: night, I mean, it's literally where, you know, I'm sure you have a lot of people that you've talked to, they go in different directions, which kind of stinks, but it does work. I also teach gymnastics or I teach a dance at the gymnastics studio that right. my daughter goes to. So, um, she goes there for four hours. He goes to, um, baseball and then we do it all again in the morning. <laughs> But we like, we really enjoy sitting with the kids at their sports online, you know, and like that's our social time and that's our, you know, family interaction. You know, we try to get together, you know, tournaments and it, you make the everyday things enjoyable.
1: Yeah. And I mean, they're into it, right? And it's so fun to watch your kids like apply themselves at something and start to develop some of the uh, moral values and compass and and just the discipline. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and they really it's so validating for them to turn and like see you sitting there. I saw this um, TikTok the other day and it was like kids at karate and they looked over and then it was like kids at, it was like all the sports and they looked over and like 80% of the parents were on you saw it too. And the 80% of the parents are on their phone. And I was like, wow. Like, and and we had a, a psychologist on a few weeks ago and she talked about like what that actually means to a child. It means like, you're not doing anything worth my attention, so I think you just being present there. It, it, it doesn't have to be fancy. I think it's just so um, it's just so supporting for your for your kids, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. you know, I'm, I think that I'm screwing up all the time, and um, and I put them in too much, and I do this. But with homeschool too, it's like
1: need if social. they don't
0: get the sports after yeah. being home all day with you. That is their social interaction time. That is their time to like hang out with friends and learn how to be a team player and, and learn how to, you know, silly things like taking turns and like, you know, just like how to deal with other people and their coaches. Yeah. And, um, you know, my daughter's also in theater on Wednesdays. She takes the whole day and she's at theater and then she goes to do gymnastics at night. And it's like, Oh my gosh, this is so, so much. I'm running, running, running all the time. But, I'll do anything for her, you know, and this is what she, and the second that she shows me, she doesn't want to do it. She doesn't have to do it. But these kids are like motors, like give me more, give me more, give me more. And I love that about them.
1: That's so cool. So tell me a little bit about your curriculum. How did you de- like determine what you wanted to teach them? Because um, I, I have so many people that reach out from hearing us talk, and we don't talk about it that much. Um, but. I can tell it's something a lot of people are thinking about or doing. I had like 20 friends in the last year that have switched their kids over to homeschool as well. So how did you determine like what kind of curriculum you didn't want? And then how did you build the one that you did?
0: (laughs) It it took time. I swear it was
1: trial and error and I've
0: talked to so many homeschool parents and they're like, yeah, that's the only way to do it. So like I started off with one curriculum for English. And as soon as I knew that they weren't connecting to it and I couldn't connect, I just scrapped it. And yes. it can get expensive, you know, when you're buying all these curriculums. But a lot of times you can, like, find out, like, from other people online or someone will, like, screenshot a picture of this is, you know, this curriculum. Um, and then you can just kind of – you you have to use yeah. your gut. So wow. I've been using the same language arts curriculum for, I think, now four years. And my kids, they like it. They know what to do. They open it up every day, and then they go through it. And I sit there with them. And a lot of times it's, you know, now at least they're getting their – Fourth and fifth grade, they can do a lot of it themselves. So I start them off, and I go and throw a load of laundry in and then I come back.
1: Exactly. And um oh, awesome.
0: But it goes like that for everything. Last year it was hard for me because I had to outsource science and and history and it kind of hurt me, but we're still doing government together and we still do uh, math together and we do like a lot of the core stuff. It's just um I realized that I couldn't do it all. And instead of like, for a while, I felt like a real failure. Like, I'm like yep. I can't homeschool at all. I can't do it all and run the business and not lose my mind. But I just, it was my breaking point. And I, I'm not great at experiments and teaching science. So I was like, well, that's going. On. So it's not like they don't get it. They just get it online now.
1: Yeah, no, I think that and it's nice to augment too, right? It's good because the kids are sponges. So their brains and they they really pick up on a lot of different things. You touched on something that was so refreshing to hear because I know everyone goes through it. And it's like the mom guilt associated with like not being able to be everything. And I think that's so important because you, you really just can't like if you ever want to specialize or really add value in the world, you have to find the people like you who are good at the other things and then leverage the ones that you're good at. But, um, I know it's like kind of an internal process that everybody has to walk at some level, but like what for you like changed or how did you feel when you made that choice? And then you're like, okay, like, did it feel kind of relieving after? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. When you take something off your plate,
0: like I, you know, like the feeling when you go into the kids' drawers and you're like, you're too big for this. I get to throw this away or give it to Goodwill. Like that feeling of just like cleaning up a room and just like getting rid of crap. Like that's how I feel with the schedule. I, I'm not good at saying no. However, I said, I'm going to say, I said no to two things today. I said no to being on the board of uh, the gymnastics, um, fundraising group and something else like that. Oh yeah. Something for baseball. I'm like, no, I am not going to volunteer for that today. I'm already full, like completely full. So like when I take something off my plate, a lot of times I refill it, but it's, you know, it's just something that I have to work on. And I think that everyone has to work on just weeding things out of your schedule that don't make sense.
1: Yeah. And, and it takes, I'm, I'm rereading the e-myth, which I read in college, but it's like, you don't have the same vernacular life skills to like really understand it. And it's, a, it's a really good book but it basically talks about like how you're you're everything right you're the entrepreneur you're the manager you're, you're like all of those things and so when someone brings something up like there's a fr- a fraction piece of you that answers yes i'll do it mm-hmm. but the rest of you can't you, can. you just can't not sustainable so it's like getting to a place of wholeness where you can just internalize like okay this is gonna work or this will not and then just being okay with that and then it does free you up to accept something else that's going to be more holistically aligned to help you achieve your goals or be there for your kids or whatever that may be. Yeah, absolutely. It just, its yeah, it's so true. Everything that comes up.
0: The other thing was um, being the backstage mom at the theater next week. There are five shows next week that my daughter's in. And I almost said, yes, I'll be there. What was I thinking? <laughs> I can't, I just can't do it. I would love to be there for every second of her life, but I can't.
1: Yeah you know what? You'll be there for the most important ones. And there's like yeah. a quality versus quantity, and then they're becoming their own. Like mine's a 15 year old now, and it's just a 15 and three. So it's just a very interesting perspective difference between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just makes you really appreciate the time that you have because it's so fleeting and it goes so fast. And, and even though the interactions aren't as much, like they, they watch you, they look up to you. Like she, her, she constantly writes me notes about things that we're doing in the business. And she's just like proud of me. And this, they, these little affirmations are just love like little deposits. And it's, it's literally the most rewarding part of everything knowing okay. that I'm having an impact on her. Right? Like that's, that's literally what it's about.
0: Yeah. Yep. That's absolutely.
1: Amazing. Well, I thank you for saying yes to this. So I really, oh, I I was really
0: saying, forward to this. this was fantastic.
1: It's always so good chatting with you. I know when I met you, we were like just like right away. We're like, oh my god,
0: did we just meet
1: our new yeah. best friend? We just. Know. <laughs> I'm pretty
0: sure we're, we're like, best friends.
1: Please <laughs> go back to your seats. I'm like, but I'm not done. <laughs> I love it. So, um, two questions to end us off. Yeah. One is, and I ask everybody this: if you could give parents uh, one tip to implement today, and it can be for anything—to be a better parent, be more present, something um, maybe to help improve their own health and wellness. Um, what would that be? That would be question one. And then question two is, where can our people find you? Try your amazing stuff. Um, Where are you in the world?
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, So the parenting tip, I would say today, it would be to put this in the other room when you're with your kids. And it doesn't have to be all the time. Obviously, like I work on my phone all the time. I'm always answering comments. But if for an hour or two, just to be present, that that's, and I forget a lot. So this is my reminder today. to Just put it away. So that's my, because you're going to look at your kids so differently. Instead of like a distraction, you're going to see them as like this awesome hu- human, you know? Yes. And what can I give you and what can I get from you? Um, and then you can find us. So it's missmarysmix.com. And that has our cocktail mixes and our sinless syrups. Um, we're on Facebook and um, Instagram. Instagram and TikTok, but, um, we're also on Amazon. So you can buy it from our website or from Amazon. So either one works for me. And can I say one more thing,
1: please? I have
0: this Facebook group and it's pretty small. It's like, um, you know, 1200 people in it, but it is called, it used to be a focus group for the sinless syrups, but now it turned into like a recipe page. So it's like, it's called, um, sinless syrups, share your recipes. Um, So if you go to that and we can let you into the group and it's a really great place to like learn more about the cinnamon syrups and why they're better, but also like get some really cool recipes at the same time. Nice.
1: Yeah. Better for you options. I'll link all of that down below. And then if uh, you go on and access the Facebook group, just make sure that you put in the notes that you heard about Tristina on the podcast and she'll let you in.
0: Yes. Perfect.
1: That's awesome. Oh my gosh, this was so great. Thank you for taking some time to be with us. Yeah, you were wonderful. And parents, um, this was so fun. Thank you guys for being here. Um, A lot of you have reached out about homeschool. A lot of you have reached out about um, entrepreneurial ventures and things that you want to do. So the more you let me know what you're interested in, the more I will go find people like Tristina who have done that thing and can uh, help share experiences. If you have specific questions for anybody, send them in. And we're really just to grow and and learn together so i appreciate you guys being here i love you so much uh please hit the subscribe button it's so cool now every day we're getting new subscribers and just to watch this grow it like makes my heart just really warm so i appreciate y'all being here and until the next perfect time stay beautiful and stay inspired bye guys